0: Hey guys, it's Cameron here, hopping in before this episode of Loosely Unscripted. Uh, this episode is unfortunately without Jackson. It was recorded in a time where he could not uh, participate in the episode, which is alright. But uh, it was recorded back in November uh, with um, Joe P. Uh, he's he's a singer-songwriter. Uh, I, th- I think I might say that early, later on in the episode. But if you like some of his stuff, um, or like what he talked about, you can check him out on SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify, all under Joe P. And... Let's get to the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And I'm here with someone different. Not not my usual co-host. I'm here with Joe P, who is formerly from the band Deal Casino, who's doing um some solo stuff now. Uh thank you for coming onto the show.
1: Yeah, what's going on? Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um uh I'm a huge fan of yours and I, I found you through TikTok. Uh surprisingly. I'm surprised I didn't know who you were before because I, you you guys had a great sound. And so TikTok as a whole, I feel like it, it it's really um paved the way for some artists. Like I know you had stuff with Deal Casino before and you guys were uh fairly big back uh in New Jersey in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh and how, how do you think that uh, TikTok has allowed you to kind of mainstream your stuff? Because you, your newest song, uh, it, it was you wrote it, and then you like so, showcased it slowly through TikTok, and people really, 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 really liked it. And how, how do you think that sort of um, allowed you to continue to create what you want to do? Like, give you, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But. No,
1: I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. TikTok is is like a weird thing because it's early it's still early technically um Mm -hmm. in the apps like existence where it's like there it hasn't been destroyed yet by like a really shitty algorithm you know so it's very it's still just like you know the people are still in control kind of so it's like you can kind of make your own luck on it you know whereas instagram or twitter and things like that are just kind of like you're kind of stuck until you get to a certain and then you kind of reach you know so tiktok is cool because you can have zero followers and reach a million people if you post the right thing and you know it's just so it's interesting um and i was always like you know it was like the band broke up and i we had a tiktok i guess before that but like i didn't really use it and then once this happened i was just like sitting around kind of totally on my own with a guitar and i was like all right i guess i'll just start filming the songs i make Mm -hmm. and um in doing that i was like all right this is cool i don't because most of tiktok is like you know people doing some type of you know, either like comedy stuff or dancing or, you know, things that aren't necessarily music related. And especially like, you know, listen to my original song, you know, like that's kind of specific. Um, but it was, it, it was cool. Like people kind of like responded to it. And I was like, Oh, this is sweet. This is like what I try to do by going on tour. And I'm just sitting in my basement doing this in 10 seconds for free. Like yeah, it just makes, it doesn't make sense to even go on tour. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of it. I just saw it as like this new way of getting creative and, you know, like, Yeah, really. I I thought of it like, oh, this is such a you're sacrificing the art and things like that, you know, classic like social media destroying art kind of thing. But it really doesn't like if you you're fully in control of it. So you can you're kind of like you can make your own destiny with that. Yeah.
0: So do you do you feel it harder now that you're by yourself or easier rather than being in a band? Because you play do you play all the instruments on your track?
1: Yeah um it's i think it's a lot easier um because i don't it's like anything else like less cooks in the kitchen type of thing you know where it's just like you know it's just i can get things done in 30 seconds gotta do it on your time as well yeah it's just like everything's quick i don't have to run it through anyone like i have a manager but even then like if he's like i don't know about this i can still be like no this is it like send it you know or submit this to spotify whatever yeah so like with a band it's not quite that easy it's literally i would say the same exact thing as being in a relationship with any you know like a normal romantic relationship like it's it's literally like you care about everyone's feelings everyone cares about your feelings and you're trying to bounce off of each other one guy's opinion might make someone else feel weird and you know it, it's very very touch and go and it's like that's a great thing because that is chemistry at its like strongest you know or it's worst because you know it, it can get bad But um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. And now that it's just me, it's kind of like, I just kind of, I don't think as hard, I guess you could say, like, I could just sit here, get a song done, the song leaves or whatever that I put out. It's like that song took me like a day to record and write all in one day. And it it was just like, I didn't think so hard about it because I didn't have anything to bounce it off of. So it was just like, go forward only. And then it was just done. And I was like, all right, whatever, let's get to the next, you know, I'm going to move on to the next song. And it was like, in doing that, it's nice not being so precious about stuff is kind of nice.
0: Yeah. So, so you, do you end up? Uh, do you do all the producing on all your tracks as well? Like I know you play the instruments on all of
1: them, but do you produce it as well? Yeah. Yep. It's all just literally me alone in the basement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you guys, I know that Deal Casino they put out. You guys put out two great albums and a ton of good EPs. And do you do you feel like? I assume you do, but I, I, are there some songs that are like that come more naturally? And then, like you said, Lee's, for example, uh, your newest single, um, mm-hmm. it, it came to you in a day, and then you you had it done in a day. Are there some songs that like take longer to process, and then you just like put them away, and then you finish them at a later date?
1: Yeah, totally. It's it's different every time, but I would say the. I don't know. It's like you you want to say the best ones are like leaves where it's like it just happens in a day because usually if something's good you don't have to work too hard at it. Mm-hmm. But it's not that's not always the case. It's not it's weird. Like writing a song or creating something isn't the same as like doing yard work where it's like okay, if you work long enough your yard will look great, you know, but you have to put in the work or else it won't happen. Mm-hmm. Songs are are more of like it's it's more of like a chance type thing it's like if if you have it's like you have to take a hundred gazillion shots in order to hit the target once you know Mm -hmm. so like working on a song doesn't isn't the same thing as that it's more so like you're just whenever you work on a song you're sitting down for hours and hours and you're opening your mind up to get that what to receive that one split second of like the magic that you need so it's like the eight hours of work you do may, ha, might not have done anything. Technically. You're not like, you know, it's, you just need one word, eight hours. Doesn't, it doesn't take eight hours to say one word. So you're really just spending eight hours to get one line or one word to get in your head for you yeah. to open up and be ready for it. And there's days where it just doesn't happen, you know, but um, so it's weird. Yeah. Working on a song, it's like, either happens in a couple hours or, you know, like one day like that, um, or it happens in that same amount of time, but spread out over a longer amount of time like it, you know all the magic moments still equal 1 hour but it took you a month yeah
0: so do you do you ever feel like so i i try songwriting i'm not that great at it and you you do a really good job you put you put a lot of words that i didn't not that i didn't know existed but in a in like a a, a phrase that i didn't think it would work in a song so i applaud mm-hmm. you for that um, oh, sh- but do you ever feel like coming from New Jersey, right? You are from New Jersey, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like, so th- there's not a ton of like big, big artists that come from New Jersey, but the only, the two, the big, big ones that I can think of are Springsteen and Bon Jovi. Do you ever like look up to them and be like, Hey, I got to try and get up to there. Is that something you don't really look
1: to? Um, I, I mean, Springsteen, 100%. Uh, bon Jovi, obviously, you know, super successful, but like, I don't know. Bon Jovi just doesn't have that same, songwriting credit thing that I think Springsteen has, just like that legendary kind of status in that world. Um, Bon Jovi, it's more just like a he's so successful and famous that that's why he's up there. But, uh, you know, as far as just like, yeah, I mean, Springsteen, it's, he's always just like, and I actually didn't like Bruce Springsteen at all before I moved. I always lived in New Jersey, but I lived in North Jersey, so moving to South Jersey, like literally to his town Mm -hmm. where he like, you know, did all his shit. It was like, okay, I literally am in his like home turf, like this this is I guess I should learn a bit of, a little bit about this guy. So in doing that, I ended up respecting him so much more and liking a lot of the music so much more and kind of it clicked, you know. and then, so you know, he's always just kind of like the the that reference in that way of like, you know, no matter how cool things get, you know, it's in the sense of like, I don't, you know how like a Billie Eilish or a Halsey song or something like that, where it's like, it's, it has so much to do with the production has so much to do with like the modern sound that it has, you know um, it's far away from an acoustic guitar and vocal as possible. In some Mm -hmm. cases, you know Um, it's so good to have the idols though of like Springsteen or Bob Dylan and something like something like that, because everything that's the foundation of just like everything. So it's, it's always, it's always so important, I think, to have that um, like, being the main thing that you kind of refer to. Like there's a reason Springsteen songs still hold up. You know what I mean? Like you can, anyone can cover one and it's still just so good because, you know, but you know, it's, it's thinking of the seventies or the eighties when he was singing these songs where like, it sounds outdated when you listen to his recordings, but it's not about the recordings, it's about the songs. Yeah.
0: So do do you, who do you feel like as an artist, who, who do you look up to? Like you're trying to be that top, who's your music inspirations as a songwriter and a an artist as a whole.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know. I have so many. I, I would say like there's a lot of elements of people that I love. Um, like I really I really love the band Radiohead. I would say Radiohead's my biggest influence in a lot of ways where it's like I like the fact that they can make any kind of music they wanted, and no one could say anything because they just kind of have their own genre almost. Mm-hmm. Um and as a band person at heart, it's like I love that thing of like a couple people on stage, the same you know, the same five people on a stage every night, like creating all the sound that you're hearing. It's super cool, um, but uh, I, I've went and seen them a few times, and it's like every time I've seen them, it's just been like some type of it's kind of like a letdown because like they don't have like a they don't put on a great show. It, it's more just like you show up and watch them play their songs and there's cool lights and there's smoke and it's sweet, but like it's doesn't have this thing. And I like like the next week after I saw them, I went and saw Bruce Springsteen, who's like, you know, 70 years old. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And you know, I've heard things about how great his shows are. So I was like, all right, let me go to this. So I went and it's like a giant stadium and all of a sudden like he plays for like four and a half hours and the lights come on and there's no there's no light show. It's not like a there's no tricks. He's not like doing backflips. I'm just like and it was the best show I've ever seen, will ever see. I don't even know why though. Like I walked away just being like, why was that like a religious experience, you know? But it's just cause he is just truly himself taps into something and connects so hardcore that it's like, you know, you can't even process why it's working so well. Um, so like, you know, someone like, you know obviously Springsteen songwriting wise and performance wise is, is huge. Um, And then there's a lot of things like aesthetically and musically, like Tame Impala, I really love, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's something lacking I think in Tame Impala songs where it's like, it's like, I don't know. There's something always that comes up short in the song writing aspect of it for the most part of the songs where it's like, you're really there just because it sounds so cool and feels really good, which is the purpose of music in a song anyway. But, you know, like, I like things that have a bit more of like a, you know, if you can write a good chorus, like, there's there's nothing more powerful you know people will hate on like pop music all the time but it's like if you can write a good song and like a good chorus that's the hardest thing you can do in the entire world even if it's about just like i love you like something stupid like it tends to be something really really simple and like basic it's not you know like there's something about it the reason it works is like this thing that no one can figure out and that's cool it's very easy to write like that's the thing about radiohead that i don't like is like it's very easy to write a weird song and just say, Oh, it's weird. Cause it's weird and nothing sounds like it. And you know, that's cool. But like, if you can play three notes and or three chords and write lyrics and a melody that blows people away, it's like, that is so much more interesting in the long run. Like, and yeah. that's why those classic songs, regardless of the old recordings or whatever, the reason those hold up still is because the songs themselves are just so good.
0: Yeah, because I'm I'm a big Springsteen fan as well as my dad. He's seen him in concert uh, 12 or 13 times. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, I've sadly I've yet to um, get to one. Hopefully he can tour again after this whole COVID thing. Is yeah. Right? But, yeah, so uh, Springsteen's songs are rather simple chord-wise, and I think that the lyrics really just bring it and power it through. And if I'm being honest, I thought when I was listening to some of your stuff, I could hear a lot of Springsteen's similarities and some of the things that you write about just because of – not because of the simp- uh, simplicity of the song, but because of um, how you say things like sort of, because Springsteen right. was not very to the point with a lot of things he said. I think. So right. Yeah. And a lot of his right, lyrics, yeah. I can see that through a lot of the stuff that you write as well. Like um, some of my favorite songs of yours, uh, Mr. Medicine and those type of songs, like, I don't know. I, they just stick out to me. That's um, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. that That's definitely a very Springsteen-esque one lyrically. Yeah. For sure. Uh,
0: and, can I ask what "Leaves" is about? Your new single. Um, can I ask about that?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's it's strange with songs with me. It's like I very rarely have a song like have songs where where it's like, oh, what's that song about? I could just go, oh, well, this time at this time this happened to me, and you know, it's like it's very kind of like lyrically ly- and the way I write lyrics is so um, like it just I th- I put on the music and I just kind of let it come out of me and i write down everything the first thing comes to my head and then i refine that um but i let that magic kind of come through first and then try to like shape it basically um so like with that one i don't know like the the opening usually the opening lines of any song i make are the thing that best tap into what it's about or what it should feel like or what i felt like whatever um so i really i just was really trying to make something that felt super upbeat and fast up tempo, almost like overly up tempo, um, but kind of like with the juxtaposition of like the lyrical content is kind of this depressing type thing where it's like it's dark and it's about just kind of not feeling, you know, like how, what what is it opening up with? Uh, like you asked me what I'm thinking as I sink into the floor, uh, but I don't, you know, but I don't think I really want to be here anymore. It's like, That, that thing of like unable to connect is kind of, I guess, what that beginning thing sets up is just like this lack of being able to connect with anything or anyone um, in a way that it seems other people are able to. Um, And that, you know, that comes from like being a musician or whatever, like your career choices it's like in an artist's kind of lifestyle you know, when you see other people doing things that are much more, like, conforming and doing things that are more comfortable or secure, things like that. It's, like, you know, that opens things up. So, like, you know, it, it comes from, like, going to, like, a like, like a party or some type of event or something like that. It's very, like, the conversations I have with people are always so strange because it's, like, they're, like, oh, that's cool. So, like, music, like, oh, like, do you know, like, John, do you like John Mayer? Like, I, I love that song Gravity. and You know, just, like, things like that where, like, And you're constantly having to, like, simplify the thing you do um, in this weird way that's, like, not ashamed of it, but it's, like, this weird thing where, like, it's a strange and um, embarrassing, like, thing to talk about with other people because, like, in order to really go in on it, they have to be in. Like, they have to get it, you know? So, like, whereas someone could talk to you about, like, their college degree and like job and finance and accountant job like very, very comfortably and like it's respectable and everyone in the room respects it. You know, it's like so it's I guess it's just constantly knowing that and being aware of those things. And you know, obviously it's not just being a musician. People feel that all the time with just being who you are, you kind of get these set of things that you feel like only you understand. Um or it's like only you see the world this way. You know, so like the song itself i think is just kind of like it's and i guess the leaves reference coming out of it in that second verse or whatever you know uh i bet it's nice to breathe diarrhea like leaves to me that's like it it's so um it's so referencing kind of like how leaves are just this thing in nature that do what they do every single year and the same thing over and over again and we expect everything from them that they do and it's so simple. Like you don't really think about it, but um, I guess that's kind of like the comparison to just regular people. Like it would be nice to be just this person who doesn't have to worry about anything or feel like you have to explain yourself. You just literally wake up every day. And even if you hate your job, like many people seem to do, it's like you still get the benefit of just like being justified in everything you do and just being like, all right, it's the weekend. I'm just going to like go to a bar. I'm going to drink, or I'm just going to like complain about my job i can't wait for friday you know like things like that like it's a that's it's funny because it's a nightmare to me i would think to be in that situation like i'd rather die but at the same time there's something so appealing about how relaxed it must be in a weird way because you don't have to you're just blending in with the rest of the leaves i guess yeah. you could say quotes you know
0: so do you ever feel like do you ever sorry to get back to springsteen but i know that he good. um a lot of the songs he writes, he puts himself into another person's shoes. Do you ever do that when you are doing songwriting things or you, or is everything more like what has happened to you?
1: Uh, it's definitely a combination of the two, but I love um, doing that. And that's, that's actually cool. You say that. Cause I always think about that when I'm writing a song, I always think about, cause it's very easy to go in and out of like, I'm a fraud. Like I don't, this didn't happen to me. You know, what am I singing about? But um, then you listen to Springsteen song and it's like, Oh, literally none of those things has happened to him it's like it's funny it's like it's uh he said it in some interview i was watching or like storytellers or whatever where he was like i've made an entire career on singing about the common working man but i've never had a job in my life and like he's like a million gazillionaire you know like and that's true you know but that's the power of it is like the proof of it i should say that it's like he's not people don't relate to him when they go to his, people are paying, you know, as much, all of their hard earned money to go see him play and still feeling like he understands them in a way that he's one of them. And it's funny because obviously he's not, you literally are watching a person play in an arena, but it's still, that's just kind of me, the proof that it's, it's more about just kind of like empathy and understanding is so much more important than someone saying, Oh yeah, you work the same job as me. It's the only way I can relate to you. It's more like, it's almost like it's almost uh, more powerful in the sense that, wow, like you really must understand because you've never even gone through it necessarily. You're just paying attention to other people's lives, you know? So um, yeah, I'm always trying to, trying to do that. And it that goes in and out of in almost all the lyrics, like, because there's only so much at a certain point, no one's that interesting. You can't, you know, like I'm not that nothing really happened, especially right now. I literally wake up every day. It's like groundhog day every day is the same day you know, I go in my basement, like record music all day. So at a certain point, it's like, you know, you got to like watch movies, read books and, you know, just take things from other inspiration. And it, it it's, and it makes for such a more interesting, you know, situation because combining that with your actual personality, it does become your story in a weird way, you know, because you take on what that would feel like, you know, I would imagine that's like what acting is, you know, when people act in a movie or something. It's like, clearly that didn't happen to them but as you watch the movie you all you do is fall for it because that's the point they're trying to you know they're showing that humans have the ability to have that level of empathy i guess yeah yeah
0: so you kind of you kind of feel like it happened to them even if it didn't they make you believe yeah. it
1: did yeah yeah it's it's mind blowing that you could watch like matthew mcconaughey in a movie where he's like evil and then in the next movie watch it where he's like the nice guy in the same day watch those two movies and feel and believe both of them you know what i mean like that's the funniest thing ever that like we're so smart to know things like that but what for some reason movies or songs or whatever like they have this weird power to just make us not able to use our logic anymore and that's kind of what what's great about it you know and at the end of the day that's all that matters, is someone understanding something and that's you know that's all people that's all people want too i think you know it's like to be understood or heard is the most important thing in the world for everyone, you know, or else you just start feeling crazy. Um, so, you know, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, like on TikTok, there's so many videos where people are just, you know, kind of spilling their truth or, you know, it's saying what they did that day or whatever. And all the comments are just like, Oh, I totally get that. You know? And that's the whole point of it. Like then no one did anything great necessarily, but it's just more so like, Hey, like we're connecting and, the feeling that you're not the only one in a situation is what everyone wants. It's weird. You want to be an individual more than anything in the world, but at the same time, you want to have people that are in the same boat as you so you don't feel alone because no one wants that feeling either. You know, so it's just mm-hmm. it's back and forth constantly.
0: Yeah. So this is a fan question uh, from Lauren. She said, what is the best advice you've received in regards to the music industry, if you have anything? Ah,
1: that's pretty good. Um, I don't know if I've received great advice about the music industry from someone directly, but, um, in just kind of like doing it on my own and watching so many interviews with so many people that I do look up to that have been through it or whatever, it's like, it seems like nothing, you know, it's like all that matters at the end of the day is the art and the music. Um, if it's, If you write the best song that's ever been written, you have the ultimate leverage over everyone in the music industry. Because now if you can connect with people and then a music industry person hits you up about it and it's like, oh, hey, it looks like things are going well. I mean, it's literally, that's the thing that starts the whole process is they see something going well. So they want to jump on board. You know what I mean? Um, So it's like, as long as you always treat it in a way that you don't need them, Um, or you don't think in your head, oh, I need them in order to do this. You just need to keep reminding yourself that all that matters is you got to keep creating stuff and you can't blame anything on, oh, the industry isn't doing this. Um, Because if you're so good that it doesn't even, it'll it'll work itself out in the sense that like, they'll mold to you. But so many people try to conform to the industry where it's like, oh, it seems like rock isn't really a thing right now. So I'm going to go really poppy and I'm going to make hip hop or whatever. It's like, yeah but it's not going to work people you know just regular music listeners are so able to sniff out everything where it's like you know it's it's funny that I always say the best songwriters in the world would be the people who have no idea how to write a song because they're the ones who can hear things and feel them purely and not think so much about like oh well, wow, it's a great guitar tone like I do you know it's like it's like I always say if I could only if I just didn't know anything about it I would be so much better at songwriting um, so like you know, as long as you know that is the truth, people will follow you because you were sticking to your guts and kind of doing your thing and kind of yeah, like like kind of like what I was texting you yesterday about, like when you were when I was like I have to do a stupid like A and R call. It's like I like that um, approach to it because anytime I have gotten my hopes up about it, you're always let down in the sense that even if the, someone signed you and give you a gazillion dollars and everything went great, it's like. You should never give that credit to that person. It's like, you should always, you know, never forget that you got it there on your own, you know, through your art and through your music. Um, so I think it's a good way to treat it. It's just kind of like, like, and I used to on those phone calls be very like nervous. I'm like, Oh, hello. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll send you a, a link to some songs I haven't put out yet and whatever. Like, you know, you, you immediately get this weird feeling of like you owe them something as soon as you talk to them, because you feel like they can help you and the way they have these phone calls is in such a way that's like oh uh you know it, it's 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 not they should be calling you being like oh hello thank you for letting me talk to you or whatever because you know your art is the first thing that stems the whole relationship and it but immediately they're just like pros at finding a way to make it very somehow they have the upper hand and it's like such a weird thing. And that's why as long, if you know that going into it, you can actually get a good thing out of it because you can kind of not let them get the thing out of you that they want to get out of you, which is like you to get all flustered and like, Oh yeah, whatever you want, I'll sign that, you know? So as long as you kind of just don't change and remember the music is the thing that got you there, I think that gets you, that'll steer you through it the right way, you know, and, and not get too, involved in it. I've tried to learn a lot about it and you know thinking that is the way to do it. And that's important too. You know, there's nothing wrong with learning about things. But um as an artist, I think it's like you only have a capacity, I think, for a certain amount of things. So I think if you start trying to figure out things like the record industry, it's gonna start taking away a little bit from the art. Um so you know I think you know that's why artists are kind of notoriously just known for being crazy and like out of control and you know that's kind of what allows them to tap into those special things though you know it's like they i think even springsteen like signed his deal on like the hood of a car and it was like the worst deal ever and it's like still haunting him you know like so it's just funny like even that dude you know that's kind of the ultimate proof it's like oh even that dude like didn't get it right necessarily because he was just so that's how they get you though it's the worst industry ever in the sense of like It's people that don't care about music getting in contact with people that only care about music so much that they're willing to do anything for it, including starve, not sleep, whatever. Um, So when you tell them we'll give you money or we're going to get your music out to more people, they're going to sign it because they're not thinking in terms of like bad things can happen. They're thinking in terms of like, I can grow this more. You know, it's just like taking it's like taking a show offer like, oh, yeah, I want to play for more people. Sure. Let's do it. You know. Um, But if someone then, you know, you get to the show and people are going to like attack you on stage or something, you'd be like, oh, I wish I didn't take this show, you know. So that's kind of the thing about it is like it's people that are really smart, I guess you could say, taking advantage of people that aren't as well educated in a very particular part of their craft. Yeah.
0: So I know you're cut for time, so I'll ask you one final question. Um Sure. What are your, I know with COVID and everything, do you have any future tour plans or future song plans in general? Because I know that a lot of artists during this quarantine thing, they've been releasing a single every month or so or maybe a little more than that, but do you have any album plans or anything like that in the works?
1: Yeah, I think since the band ended, I started my own thing. It was like, alright, we have to start over and like start a new Spotify, which I was like bummed about because <laughs> it was like it just felt like I had to knock down this like giant house of cards that i built kind of thing you know so i was like shit um but it was it ended up being totally fine and i'm happy i did it it was like a fresh start and um but uh yeah the plan has just been releasing music every month um which it sucks because i would do it every day if i could but um spotify and apple music and all that shit it's like you have to um you do have to space it out, technically, because you know to get on playlists or to make it worth it to put it out like that, it's like you do have to space it out a little bit. And then it sucks because people – I'll post like a 10-second clip of me playing something on the guitar on TikTok and then – Everyone will Yeah, they're like, put it on Spotify. I'm like, no, 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 I would. But like you, you don't get it. I can't just put it on Spotify because yeah. like you'll hear it and I get it. But You're it's not going to reach – yeah like and you got you have to kind of just like do it the right way Mm -hmm. and that that's that's one of the only things that it's like you do have to kind of conform to like an actual shitty algorithm of like you know how to release music but yeah i plan on just doing a song a month um i have so many songs just done ready to go so it's just kind of i'm just so anxious to do it Um, that's great
0: news for the fans though
1: yeah no that's good everything's done that people are hearing it's just more so like you know, I can't physically just like click the button to post it yet. Um, but uh, yeah, the next song is coming out November 20th. So then you can assume the next song will come out a month after that. And then the record business kind of closes down. The music industry closes down basically from like a week or two before Christmas all the way through after New Year's. So like there's no sense in really doing anything during that time, unless you're doing like a Christmas song or something like that. Um, but so literally you kind of have to wait, until the next year and then with touring it's just like i don't know it's so weird i don't know what's gonna when it's gonna kind of come back but obviously, i was i'm kind of like happy in a way of like i've literally dude, reached more fans or people or whatever you want to say like in sitting in my basement with my phone for in making 10 second videos than i have touring the whole country so it's one of those things where i'm like man this isn't that crazy like touring is just like this really great fun it's the it's the one part of the music that's like you can't mess up and you can't make a mistake or anything because it's just so easy and it's fun and it's careless and you you know you always you feel very um rewarded on a night like on a daily basis of just like oh i played a show i did something i, I met more people i sold merch like you physically are driving and progressing across the country to a different state you know, so like it's this very rewarding thing, but then you get back from it and you realize, like, numbers didn't go that much, we didn't sell that much stuff. Like, it doesn't really do anything other than let you kind of like be a little kid and like have fun, which is really, I mean, obviously, that's all that's the reason everyone gets into it is like you play music in your friend's garage, and like that's all playing a show is, you know, you're just literally playing, you're having fun. So it's really cool, but like. I haven't minded kind of just like, oh, I don't have to spend any money on like traveling um, or time. That's the other thing. It's like you go for like a month and it's like that was a month that you didn't write or record or get music videos or whatever. So like it's been nice putting a video up that I did for free in my basement in 10 seconds that I didn't even think about that. I just like threw up and like it got thousands of people rather than like the hundreds maybe that I would have reached on a tour and I'm like ah, eh, maybe I'll just keep doing this and then when this is all over I'll have a fan base to go out and tour for you know what I mean
0: yeah because I, th- I think you've grown you've got a lot of new fans including myself through TikTok which I didn't know anything about you before TikTok and I found you on yeah. there and it's made me not only appreciate but I mean want to talk to you about it <laughs> but yeah yeah and I mean that's Pretty much everything I have for today. And uh, thank you for coming on
1: again. For sure. Dude, I feel like I, I want to hear about like w- real quick, just like what you, what you did. What's, what's your story? <laughs> Been talking my about story? me. <laughs> yeah. What are you up to? Where do you, wait, where do you live?
0: Uh, so I'm in Virginia, actually.
1: Oh, cool. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm currently at Virginia Tech.
0: I'm in my dorm room at the moment. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So I'm a freshman at, uh, at Tech right now. But yeah, so my friend and I, we started up this podcast because they, they told us that we were enjoyable to talk to pretty much or nice. like listen to us talk so we just we're like okay we can start it up and then we did and then i mean we don't have a huge following but it's like a s- small concentration of people that listen yeah. to us all the time and yeah he couldn't do it today so i had to take over the reins but yeah usually there's two people but yeah that's that's pretty much it
1: that's and we cool, and we man, love music awesome.
0: and stuff so that's why I'd, i decided to reach out to you because i love all your stuff and i
1: thought it'd be a good idea to talk to you
0: Seemed like a nice thanks, guy dude. to talk what, to thanks
1: dude yeah um what what other stuff do you usually talk about? Like what other subject do you guys talk about?
0: Well, so we usually go through like just we. It's bad to say, but we talk about pretty much everything because we're just like very sporadic and like it's it's kind of like a comedy podcast, but then we mix in oh, some I love like that. music stuff as well. Yeah. And yeah, so right now we're in like the rebranding phase. We were called Vinyl Boys Unscripted, but we we've changed it to loosely Unscripted now. Okay, uh, cool. So this is technically our season three. Of the podcast because we've done two already. We have like twenty some episodes up, I think. But yeah, so that's pretty
1: much it. That's awesome, man! Very cool. I podcasts are so they're such a cool thing. I think for people to do because it's like it's funny because it's literally like you're you're just in a room and it's all pre-recorded. So Mm -hmm. technically, you're not talking to anyone or performing for anyone.
0: But it feels like you are.
1: It feels like you are, and it gets you. I think it really gets you better at like thinking I think, I think it's so good for people's brains i think that's why people like listening to podcasts is because it's like you feel as though you're being let in on some type of um kind of just like conversation um so like to do one like when i was in the band we used to do one it was just like same thing like it was kind of just like you know just making stuff up and joking around kind of um but it always felt like when we got done it just felt so like oh that was cool it felt like playing a show when we got to, we would take the headphones off and i was like this is that was weird like I feel like we had to like have chemistry. It's almost more important because you actually have to be able to like talk and know when to not talk and know like, you know, like social cues and like, is this getting boring? Like, it's so weird. Cause you're literally just, you have to make this energy out of thin air. Whereas even, even at a show, it's like the reason a show is bad usually is because the crowd doesn't give anything back. Right. So like if, if you're in a room alone, that's guaranteed no crowd. So it's kind of cool to get really good at knowing how to like create literally something out of thin air, with no response coming back at you and like, keep it so interesting for like, you know, how long is the podcast usually?
0: Uh, they vary. Like they're usually like 45 to an hour. Usually.
1: Awesome. Yeah. You can be like lost in it and keep going yeah. sometimes. And you're like, wow, it's been like an hour. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: And I know that when we first started doing it, we, that's like you said, we sat down and we were like, Oh, we'll probably just talk for 20, 25 minutes. And then we look at the time and it's been an <laughs> yeah. hour and 15 minutes. And we're like, Oh geez, we just kept yeah. talking and it just kept, Flowing out of us, and I know that when I do this, like my friends listen to it. So then they they always bring up something that I say, and it, and it feels like I have a very personal connection with that because they it shows me that they listen, and then they actually listen to like what we're talking about, and then it it comes across like they care, and I feel more connected yeah. to that person if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally. That's that's like that's what it's all about. It's just and that's the thing. It's like I think that's why people like listening to podcasts now almost more than music in a lot of ways because it's like i'll listen like if i'm going for a very long drive or something i'll always listen to podcasts i won't listen to any music just about because for some reason music i know that like only minutes goes by per song so like i know i'm like i haven't driven far at all Like it's been like six minutes you know so i love podcasts because like you throw on something and it's like three hours goes by and you're like i just listened to like joe rogan talk to kanye west for like three and a half hours this is insane you know like which I'm actually, before you called me, that's why I was actually in the middle of, I <laughs> had <at> that point. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah,
0: podcasts are definitely like, looking back probably a year ago, or maybe two, I wouldn't have thought that myself would have been going on long road trips, like you said, and then picking a podcast over music, yeah. which I tend to do as well. I just wouldn't put myself into that category, I guess. I think podcasts have, especially over uh, quarantine time, that more people have started making them more, higher end people have started making them famous people. And it's kind of made it more normalized, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's not just for older people to sit down and listen to. It's more like, uh, I guess, I don't know the word I'm trying to say. More like, there's there's different uh, levels of it. It can be comedic. It's not just like, because I know that exactly. podcasts used to be like very political, I think, anyways. Like they just totally. Used to be oh, yeah, yeah. But now there's like so many different forms. Like, there's this where I can just sit down and talk to you. Comedy ones and the, like, all these other forms that you can just dive into and it's never ending really. You can just keep going and going and going and going.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really, yeah. It's like watching, it's like watching a TV show. Almost. You get that same, you can kind of get that same thing out of it where like, you know, you can't watch anything while you're driving. So it's like, Oh, this kind of achieves the same thing where like, I feel like I've gone on like an hour and a half journey of trying to figure. like, I don't know. Like when it gets over, you're like, wow, that was an hour and a half. Like that was felt like five minutes because When you're talking to someone, it doesn't feel as long as it usually is. You know what I mean? Like, unless you don't want to talk to that person and then it's like, oh God, I've been here forever, you know? But like when it's going well, you're not thinking about time because you're involved in something. You're not just listening to something. So it's, it's just like super interesting and, um, you know, but, and yeah, it wasn't that popular. So it's, it's interesting to see how crazy it's gotten and like how many podcasts there are. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. They keep coming out of nowhere. Like all these other people are trying to compete with me.
1: (laughs) I know. Right. And you throw yours on Spotify and everything. Yeah.
0: It's on Spotify, Apple podcasts, uh, LinkedIn and Google play, I believe. So it's on all four. That's awesome. But yeah, I'll send you the link to it when we uh, upload it. But yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it.
1: yeah, thank
0: you. We usually do a recommendation at the end of every show. So if you have a recommendation, I'll recommend something as well. I recommend streaming uh, Joe P's new song, Leaves, on Apple Music and Spotify as well. Uh, and if you have recommendations, you can you can say one if you wish. But if you don't, then that's all good.
1: Hmm, of other music? It can be anything. Book, movie. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, let me think. Um, I would say I would recommend... To I recommend everyone should watch the new Borat movie. What was that saying not, again? Uh the new Borat movie.
0: Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: It and I literally wouldn't think I would say that. And I watched <laughs> it thinking like I was just gonna like be stupid. But like not only because it's it genuinely made me laugh for like like the whole time out loud, home alone. I was laughing by myself, like couldn't believe it. But more so just like politically and like I don't know, in a way of just you learn so much in an hour and a half of watching something so ridiculous that like when it gets over, you're like, wow, America is the craziest place on earth. And there's so many like scary, terrifying people and places. And he just kind of exposes them. So it's really good going off, like, you know, with the election and everything. It's like the perfect thing to watch because it's not political. It's just about everything that politics have done to people. Yeah. Is that technically a sequel to the
0: yeah it is it is
1: but that that's why and that's why you know like especially a silly kind of movie like that you wouldn't think it would be good but like it's all i would say it's better because it is more like relevant to what something that's actually happening and like mm-hmm. it's it, he had to go through like i was watching a behind the scenes thing and like people he went to some rally like in some southern state it was like a trump rally and he like dressed up as like a country guy and was like performing and like saying all this stuff basically to get them to be like hell yeah like he's saying all like just crazy racist stuff like and then word gets out like you don't see in the movie but i watched on like the colbert report or something um word got out that it was borat like because that was the issue with this movie is now everyone knows who he is so word gets out and you see people start storming the stage and he has to run away and like jumps in a car and he's holding the car door closed himself i'm like this guy like risked his life to do this like it's really, really cool. So I'd say, yeah, go on Amazon Prime and watch that because it is hilarious, but also super informative.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll have to check that out. So do you need to watch the first one before to watch this one? Or is it no, uh,
1: def- definitely not. Definitely not. Okay.
0: Maybe I'll check yeah. that out tonight then. I got nothing else to do.
1: Yeah, go for it. It's, it's great.
0: Well, yeah, thank you again for being on the show. Uh, and that's all I really got. So thanks for listening, guys, and peace out. See you. Hey guys, Cameron hopping in at the end of the episode again. I just want to give a big thank you to Joe P for uh, setting it, setting some time outside of his day to uh, sit down and talk to me about this. And also the PR team, the Joe P PR team on Instagram, uh, at Joe P PR team, uh, for supporting this episode and promoting it. And that's really all. Uh, thanks again for listening. Peace and elbow grease.